everybody, and welcome to How Do You Hustle with Cami Dimitrova. And Lane Koivu. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, now you know. <laughs> Joining me today is the one and only Lane Koivu. Hi. Hi. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for doing it. We are teaming up to do interviews from now until, you know, eternity, pretty much. Yeah. Which isn't as long as you'd think. <laughs> yeah, it's actually not, as we've experienced for the past year. Um, well, it's so good to be back. I am starting to do this podcast again, slowly but surely. You know, we've all been in a creative slump. Right, um, you can say that again. <laughs> did yeah. And we do our own sound effects. We're on a budget. <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, but it's been, it's nice uh, to, yeah, to be back and uh, share some interviews with you all uh, that we're really excited about. So many good people, so many talented people, so many inspiring stories coming out, coming hot out of the box. I did not pay him to say that, if you can believe. Yeah, um, but it's true. It's, it's yeah, why don't we, we want to tell them a little about the guest. Uh, yeah, <laughs> why don't pretty, we? Pretty, why don't pretty uh, interesting stuff. Yeah, actually, our first guest yeah. is the one and only Laura Lyons. Laura. Yes, love Laura. She's a good friend of ours. We have performed with her many a time. We have gone to parties with her many a time. Um, and she, yes, is a dear friend. Um, if you don't know Laura, well, you should. Um, she is a comedian based in New York. She's also an actress. She has performed on Boogie Manja countless times, um, been featured in Quickie Fest, Time Out, and Comedy Cake. And I you, mean... Yeah, and you may have read some of her amazing articles detailing her um, struggles with COVID over the past year, which is quite literally inspiring and insane at the same time. Yes. Yeah, so we do talk to Laura. Honestly, the entire interview is about her experience with COVID. It is one of the worst cases I have ever heard of. Um, it's truly wild. I will, we'll save most of it for the interview, but basically she just talks about how, you know, she was one of the first cases uh, and it one of the worst as well. First and worst. And we are so lucky that she survived it and is able to share her story with us. Um, she talks about it openly, candidly, and just walks us through you know, from day one, getting it to thinking, you know, not knowing if she was going to make it the next day to now on the path to recovery and talking about, you know, um, being open about that and how recovery takes time. And um, it was just a real pleasure to talk to her. So I'm really excited for you all to hear that. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Without further ado, Laura Lyons. Hi everyone! What is up? How the heck are you? It's uh, been some roof stoof, mm-hmm. but we're getting through it day by day. Day by day. I honestly, when I woke up from a coma, I had missed so much. <laughs> that yet, nothing at all. And yeah. nothing at all. Like yeah. But and first of all, to find out. Ellen DeGeneres was canceled <laughs> was really tough. Right, right, right. Before it was like she was beloved by all. And then Yeah. Yeah. That was a huge shock. Yeah. And it was I- like, oh, you're paralyzed and Ellen DeGeneres is bad. <laughs> you're like, wow, wow. Yeah. Double whammy. Oh my yeah, God. So- I mean, honestly, not to like, I mean, just really happy that you're that you're okay because we were thank you I, I mean i know that everyone was pretty worried and we're just really happy that you're okay so oh thank yeah. you i mean everyone yeah. everyone's been so 
nice and sweet. And it means the world because when you're stuck, not being able to move and you don't know who knows anything and to know people are by your side, it means the world. It's so nice. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. That's Um, so cool. I mean, I don't know if, I mean, I'm sure you know this now, but when, when you were sick, there was like social, like social media went bananas, uh, like with information on your, like it caught on to, cause we had, we were on a sketch team. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. And, yes. Uh, so we were talking about, we were like getting updates and like staying in touch, like via that route. And then one of your friends who I don't know personally, but it was just like, you were trending on Twitter all of a sudden. right that's crazy two of the weirdest things is to wake up and someone say to you you flew on a helicopter oh my god and you trended on twitter and i was like uh am i still in a coma i don't get what's (laughs) going on am i still wow it was it was very bizarre it's very bizarre to think that your body did this insane thing on a helicopter you have no recollection recollection of it whatsoever and that you trended on twitter like kanye it's just it's really really bizarre like yeah kanye, but in a good yeah, yeah but like, like right 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 in a good way in a good way i yeah it's it's a really really weird feeling to have yeah. things happen to you and not know it it's right. really undescribable, I would say. Right. I mean, that's I I just can't believe this even like I mean, I guess it's the new year, but it feels still feels like the continuation of 2020. Like that all right. happened in like 2020, which was just like one of a, like I mean, it was just like, holy shit, this is happening. Cause I think you are my only friend that I know that I mean got COVID in that in like such a serious way that everyone was just like, holy shit. Um this is wild like I just it was just yeah right I think I think because it was at the beginning stages people said okay we have to take this seriously right this isn't something that's just for the elderly which also I think is so weird that people don't care about the elderly like they're okay to go into big beach parties and make out with 40 people and they don't care about their grandparents that's just very bizarre to me right but um I think because I was so young, it hit home for a lot of people. And I know a lot of people said that because of my case, more people wore masks because they said, no, here's this girl, she's 31 years old and she's in a life or death situation. Her parents were told that she has six hours to live. Oh my God. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, can I'm, you not? I mean, is it? A, do you feel comfortable talking oh, about yeah. it? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, it was. Um, I there was this text. I don't know if you guys got this screenshot that went around all of New York City. Did you, Lane? I think we I we talked <laughs> we talked about it in <laughs> we talked about it in our uh, old sketch team at Boogie Manja that there's a screenshot that went around spread like wildfire of this guy saying, I just had lunch with uh, old ex mayor Bloomberg's daughter. Her blow, her phone was blowing up and it said, 
there's going to be quarantine. It's going to hit all this stuff, not TL fire in a movie theater, but run. So my best friend in the entire world was on that original Slack group text message. Whoa. So she said, oh no, this is very real. This isn't like a conspiracy theory or anything. So we got the hell out. We, she has a car, we packed our stuff. We got the hell out. So I was back at home in Massachusetts feeling fine. I went for a hike with my parents, felt great, and then started getting really sick. And after a while, the symptoms were nothing to do with what the COVID symptoms were. So it wasn't the fever, the dry cough, anything like that. Mm. So we were like, maybe it's the flu. We don't know. And then went to the ER and they said, you have COVID. And the last thing I remember is them saying, can we uh, put you on a ventilator? And I said, yes. And then I woke up, however, many months later and was completely paralyzed and had no voice. Oh, oh my, my God. God. So that whole stretch of time, <clears throat> you were out. You were in a yeah. coma? Yeah. For how many months? Um. Well, that's the other really funny thing about a coma is it's not like the movies where there's always that scene where it's like the husband or no like the wife is in a coma and she overhears her husband talking to her saying that admitting that he had an affair and she wakes up and she's (laughs) like I heard everything you said and I want a divorce yeah it is not like that at all yeah it took me about six weeks to actually get out of the coma um because of all the drugs I was on I was on stronger drugs that killed Michael Jackson whoa (laughs) yeah whoa um, serious whoa yeah I have to ask was it Michael Jackson's doctor (laughs) it was and (laughs) Michael Jackson came back (laughs) he moonwalked back and was like whoa (laughs) he's like (laughs) just had to see this yeah he's like it's crazy you got a little hoo-hoo. <laughs> good. You have to laugh because what else? You have to because what else to. are you going to do? And then I was on such strong medication that I had to go on methadone oh my to God. get off of it. And um, so on methadone to get off of it? Yeah. Because wow. it was that bad. The drugs were that bad. And um, I, it took about like a strong six weeks to two months to finally gain consciousness and be aware of what was going on. But I was still paralyzed from the forehead down. I mean, I, my face was paralyzed. My entire body was paralyzed and I had a trach in my throat, which I think you can see all the scars. Mm -hmm. Um, And that means you can't talk. So Mm. I, and you can't swallow nothing. So um, I, it was a process that I do not wish on my worst enemy. That is for sure. It sure. was, it was a tough one. Oh, and, and this is like, just for time-wise, so people know. So this happened, like, yeah. literally, it was like, oh, COVID is a thing in the city. And then I felt like it, at least like from the receiving end, literally, it's like, I heard about COVID and then you were like hospitalized in a helicopter. Yeah 
Like it was like all happening at once. It was wild. Yeah. yeah. It was mid-March. Yeah. Right when it was, you know, should jobs shut down? Right. right. What's going on? It was, it was such that weird time period of no one knew what was going on. Oh and um, yeah, so that was mid-March. And then I was in the hospital for five months. Wow. So for half a year. Wow. In the hospital. Wow. Which yet again, I really would not wish on a lot of people. I wouldn't. I mean, it's, geez. did you, and, and how long were you, were you fully out before the recovery, the weird loopy recovery time? Like, do you, do you know how long that was? Yeah, I would say, uh, probably three to four months and then waking to- up was, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it was waking like 99 up, days or like or that was in the like ICU on the, on the ICU. Yep. Yeah. Yep. In the ICU. And then when I got transferred to the other hospital, which also if they say, oh, they're going to a rehab hospital. You think that's like totally cute. It's like <laughs> yeah. you with like yeah. a little walker. Like with like celebrities. You meals. <laughs> yeah. With celebrities. No, it's You're not in a room with Jared Leto. Yeah. It is so not like that. It is like <laughs> you learning how to move your mouth again. Like it is so, and you're still shitting your pants. Like, oh my God. I looked in the mirror. So I was in a wheelchair and they were like, you haven't seen yourself in, you know, five, five months. So we're going to show you what you look like. And me, I thought I looked exactly the same. So I was like, sure, <laughs> let's go. Oh let's do this. They rolled me up to the mirror and I stared at myself and I go, roll me back, roll me back, roll me back. Get out, get out. I don't <laughs> want back. this. Honestly, that's Just the like- same experience everyone's been having out here too. Yeah, honestly, every time we look in the mirror, we want to be rolled back. We're like, let me go. Oh my god, roll me back. Yeah, roll me so back. back. Oh. I mean, I looked like I kept saying to my speech therapist, I was like, I look like a reject sex doll because <laughs> my mouth was small, my cheeks were huge. I was like, this doesn't even, you're like, the no penis would get in this mouth. Like, so it's like a rejected sex doll. It was awful. And I told, I told my speech therapist, I said, my mouth has gotten so small. I can't put my fist in my mouth. And she was like, why would you even try to do that? And I was like, Beth, it's my party trick. Why wouldn't I try to do that? Beth, I need Beth, to inform you. Hello. Okay. We and need to goes, get to know each other. Yeah. She goes, don't do that. I go, Beth, I'm going to do it. She goes, Beth. you're going to get lockjaw. I said, I don't care. I don't care. I was in a coma for five months. <laughs> what do I care about lockjaw? Right. Beth? Give me something. <laughs> Let me put my fist in my, my mouth. My <laughs> God. And also, oh my God. And that say, was like the worst news for you. You're like, I can't was, put my, yeah, I like, can't put my fist in my mouth anymore. <laughs> you're like, end it. Will me back. End they're it. like, your eyebrows I, to your toes. <laughs> I was like, just wheel me off the hospital fucking <laughs> top of the roof. Like, I. 
and they don't oh. tell you when you're on that strong of drugs your hair mm. grows in places <laughs> i have never and i'm greek listen i'm greek yes. i'm a hairy mm. motherfucker same same but this was hair i have never witnessed <laughs> on a man a non-binary a female a gorilla any type of mammal i have never seen in my entire life can you my, can you name a part of your body that's not like wild i mean the, and I'll get top, close to that. the top of my hands no had probably two inch no. length no dark brown my sister i go i go to my sister if you don't oh. shave this i will lose my mind so she came in shaved my hands <laughs> and i told the nurse i was so proud of myself i was like she shaved my hands i feel like a new person she goes you can't do that you're on blood thinners you could bleed out and die i was like <laughs> oh my god you're like i, I want anything i just you need want to grow my hair back shaved. right now yeah. Oh, right now. Oh my God. You're I was like, like so I have rather. a teeny mouth. I have hairy hands. <laughs> sounds like you're a bird. It sounds like you're a bird. Sounds me. like you transformed yeah. into a full bird. Yeah. You just became a beautiful oh bird. Oh my God. That I is... did. I really did. Yeah, they don't there tell was... you that about COVID. <laughs> they don't tell bird. you. <laughs> hmm. You a bird. Oh my, oh god. my god. How it do was... you like feel like I can't <laughs> yeah, like, like... like we I remember like it's so weird because like we were on the other side of it just like getting updates. Yes. And like so I like physically or like sorry, like mentally no, I'm like, oh like the timeline. But still like even asking you, I'm like, that's crazy. Did this like like did this really happen? And like also how the heck, like, how did you feel about that? Like, I remember, like, you were on the chain. Like, we were talking about, like, rehearsing. Oh, yeah. Body, and we were like, oh, we shouldn't rehearse today. I was, like, walking around the city. And this was, like, early, early, like, day before. Oh, I remember and that. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. I was like, I was calling Cammy, and I was like, rehearsals canceled. I was like, I'm kind of annoyed, but I guess we can't <laughs> rehearse. And then, like, because I was just wandering around, like, between work. I'm like, I just want to know. Like, You were like, was, guys, I'm just wandering around the city can someone tell me <laughs> what up? to do yeah. right right and then but then it was like so you guys were planning rehearsal and then what a week later this happened right i think like five days later or, or five days yeah. later or something you were like i'm getting out of the so. city and we were all just like oh this is wild that is so wild to think and like the i mean geez the, and because i told as many people as possible once i got that uh confirmation that that text was real I said, everybody leave. I texted that group. Right, I right, called right. as many people as I could. I told the taxi driver who was driving me to my best friend's apartment. I said, you gotta leave. <laughs> You're like, Take, it's coming. Cab. Take the cab and run. Oh my God. It was, it was ridiculous. It felt like you were fleeing something, this invisible thing, which was such a weird, bizarre feeling. And I think is only kind of uh comparable to fleeing from a war or something of you can't really explain it but you have that adrenaline rush of needing to fight or flight and for me it was was flight and sure. I think as a collective especially in New York everyone's a little uh traumatized in that headspace of fight or flight yeah and the people that stayed are in the fight mode and the people that fled are in the flight mode 
And I think everyone's a little traumatized from it. Oh, sure, sure. Sure. I mean, you have the right to be the most traumatized, but yes, everyone like fully. Well, I think like it's funny that you you're like you had like a response that was like gung ho and like 100 yeah. percent accurate. Yeah. And that was like the saved response. And you still fucking got that's the thing. I know. That you know is what I mean? I'm like, thing. what? It's, the- it's like, you bummer. are such an outlier. <laughs> it's such <laughs> a bummer, dude. Honestly. What did you like? Take off a mask to like look at the stars by yourself in a field, and like some COVID <laughs> strand came out, yeah. and it was just like, like, <laughs> like, right. I know, just like bitch slapped me across the face. Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, where the hell did the thing find you? <laughs> I know, seriously, like, a cricket. I made out with a cricket, guys. I didn't tell you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, breaking this. All right, last kiss. <laughs> this is my last kiss for six months. Listen, Henry, <laughs> this has to end. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. Yeah, truly, truly an outlier story. And just so just I mean, there was you um had no pre-existing conditions, right? So like you were in or technically. No, right? I yeah. well, I a week beforehand was feeling ill, went to the doctors. They said I had asthma, but now they think it was probably just because I had maybe COVID and it was sure coming in hot right um no yeah so as a healthy 31 year old life of the party life of the party life of the shots yes yes worked out a ton like you know did everything you're supposed to do yes i ate pizza but sue me sue me sorry thank you for being they honest. did say they did say if you eat pizza, you will get covid and be in a coma for five months they, did, yeah, say that. Back, they did say true. that they did say that yeah it's not about your blood type no it's about, do you have dairy on it's, carbs <laughs> do you have dairy on carbs with a meat sometimes um right i think yeah, it's yeah. a moral issue i mean you're doing some pretty racy comedy so i mean <laughs> yeah yeah COVID, covid likes a raunchy you know yeah exactly COVID. me being a great <laughs> I was literally a great one of my last Your last characters. Was working. <laughs> You're like, what were you up to before this? You're like, oh, I was, a, yeah, I was a grape on uh, Occupation grape, yeah. Actually. So thank you so much. Um, wow. Wow. Can you talk a little bit about your, um, your recovery process? So like after, yeah. and like maybe like what your, um, you were saying your family was told that you were going to is that oh yeah they yeah. they said i had six hours to live six hours when was yeah. this was this like after the huh. like right when you got into the yep as ICU soon and- as soon as i went into uh i'm from a city called worcester which is about an hour away from boston yeah it famously that? has a lot of letters in it right it's like it's it doesn't yes it, yes right it's, it's how do spelled, you know about worcester i, I worcester. don't know i honestly couldn't tell you i honestly couldn't tell you that's ya. hysterical yeah because a lot yeah, of people yeah. call it like worcester right. or uh, yeah a lot of people don't know so worcester and um grew up next there. to matt, matt damon and ben affleck exactly <laughs> yes we're related. They've given me <laughs> so many films to act in. I turned them all down. It wasn't right all of them down. I was right. like, poo poo. <laughs> <laughs> They're beneath me, darling. Yeah. I um so I went in, they uh put me under, and then they said, This is kind of pointless. She has six hours to live. And my sister essentially saved my life. She went into do or die mode and she uh contacted all of her friends that are nurses doctors uh, physical assistants everything and 
said, what do you know about this? What can we do? And they said ECMO machine Mm. and ECMO machine is a machine that acts as your lungs outside of your body. So they put tubes, which these are all my scars. They put tubes kind of everywhere through my body and they pump what your lungs can't do outside. They turn the carbon dioxide into oxygen and then it goes through your groin to get to your lungs. And then I was on a ventilator as well. And then a trach. So, um, wow. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I was the first patient to have COVID on ECMO at MGH, Mass General Hospital. So I was the guinea pig. They didn't know what to do essentially. And thankfully, I'm very lucky that I was at a hospital that have some of the smartest doctors in the country, if not the world. Right. So yes, I was a guinea pig, but they had enough background and smarts to experiment in the correct way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was on it for five weeks, which is kind of unheard of. Sure. The longer you're on it, they say the harder it is to get off of it because your lungs have failed to such a point that they don't know if they can come back. And then while I was on ECMO, I died about 20 times. What? <clears throat> yeah. Wow. I had- What does that mean? Infection after infection. Uh, you know, I had something called black fungus, which harbors behind your eye and your heart. And if it reaches one of those points, you automatically die. And a nurse found from the ECMO machine, this genius nurse was so meticulous. All of these doctors and nurses are so meticulous. And she noticed something was off on the ECMO machine, realized what was happening, got me on antibiotics, and then got the ophthalmologist and cardiologist to come in. And they said, if she didn't go on these five minutes beforehand, she would have died. Oh my God, God. you are just literally squeezing by like, it's it's like within minutes, within minutes, within minutes. It was a situation. It was, there was no stable condition. There was nothing. So my friend said, that yeah my oh, friend said jesus and you're just was... like you're out you're like chill, you're chilling this whole <laughs> yeah. time <laughs> yeah, like, that's the thing you're right? like i'll see you in a minute yeah yeah i'll be back guys don't worry <laughs> yeah you're like dreaming about back. Back yeah. yeah yeah exactly and um my friend said they would wait by the phone waiting for my sister to send that text every morning and then a five-hour update after and it could be the world of a difference. You yeah. know what I mean? It, one that one morning test text could be horrible, it could be good, and then the next one is the complete opposite. So it was a true minute by minute case. It was right. it was really <clears throat> volatile. Wow. To say the least. Yeah. Oh my God. And what was your did your family talk about how they were experiencing it once you woke up? Were they like, hey, good to see you? Quick update. <laughs> they they were like, I don't know how to tell you this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you were like dead a lot. <laughs> They're like describing a plot to a movie you haven't seen. They're like, and then there was like explosions. And but then you're like, the lead and you're like, like what? Yeah, you're like 
No, no. tell me about it, Die it Hard. Was. You're Bruce Willis, but you don't remember it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It was the weirdest experience to see all this stuff happen. No, not to see all this stuff happen. Right. Hear all this stuff happen. Well, you're because you're fully. So they they do an induced coma. Is that what it yes. is? Or, right. I was so, medically induced. Okay, medically induced. So right, because yeah. so obviously because it's like they're like doing shit to your body. They that makes sense. Right. So you're okay. Um, and then you're hanging on by a thread, literally, yeah. literally. Yeah. <laughs> Every doctor's like, I don't know, man. She was we, don't, we don't know. The nurse is like, oh my God, like, wow, she's a she's a hero. Um, wow. And then you're you are you at the same hospital the whole time? You're in the ICU. I and so then- I when they said you have six hours to live, my sister went into, you know, let's get it done mode, found out ECMO machines which was not in Worcester. It was in Boston, MGH in Boston. So that's when she said, get this girl on a helicopter. And they said, wow. she's not going to survive the flight. And she said, I don't care. Get her on the helicopter. So I got on the helicopter, survived that. Wow. And my, oh my friend, God. one of my best friends said it was raining that day. And they were like, well, she's not going to live anyways, and it's raining. And then the hour I was supposed to leave, the rain stopped. No. Wow. And I went on and got off, and it started raining again. You are so, kidding. Oh How long God. is that flight? It ended up being, I think, 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And they, oh, my, someone someone is looking after you for sure. Yeah. For sure. I, I have to thank... Well, I have to thank so many of the people that sent prayers, energy, thoughts, because I truly feel like I was lifted from Worcester to Boston from people's good, good wishes. I really do. Uh, I'm so grateful for that. So yeah, it was, it was crazy. Um, And the whole process was crazy. I mean, waking up to be paralyzed yeah is so so what is the paralysis because of the induced coma or what is okay so that's what happens that and also muscle atrophy so when you don't use your body that much you lose all muscle right okay so I uh essentially had to learn how to walk swallow smile everything again go to the bathroom um you know, move my eyebrows, that kind of stuff. Every, everything was, uh, paralyzed. Wow. And you were, um, and so that was at the rehab facility that you were talking yes. about. Non, non-glam, not cool. Rehab. Non-glam rehab. And not also cool rehab. they, because I was on a, a tube feed, which I would get all my medicine through my stomach. There's a tube and they would feed it through there oh, and my food would go through there I mean I lost 30 pounds which <laughs> I was like <laughs> I was just gonna say did you wake up skinny because that'd be I would love I to did. wake up from a coma one good thing is I'll be skinny yes like, I yeah. was like you know <laughs> I not like it matters sh- but how do I get that machine exactly <laughs> I was like I may be shitting my pants every five seconds but I look good doing it <laughs> That's what uh, that's what this is about. <laughs> it's like we learned that every model has just been on an ECMO 
She's just been on an ECMO machine. Oh my just god. Just on and off. She's yes. been on and off. Yeah. So those things look so fucking weird. We like looked them up. I was like, what is yeah, this? It looks when, like we, I built this thing. Like what is it? It looks like, like so the weird. first Macintosh, you know, like the way it like, died. Yeah, yeah. And then all the wires and yeah. <sighs> Insane. I mean, also, who the hell invented that? Who was like, let's put this wire here and that yeah. wire there and it looks like it was invented by like an old timey like <laughs> like vaudeville comic. He's like, here's a little lung, young lung pumper thing. You hook it up here, you do it here. And he's like, I Everyone's see. like, you're One. crazy, Tony. <laughs> yeah. One day he's gonna thank me for this. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. do you feel like like when you woke up? You're like. Well, know. paralyzed for one. Yeah. Paralyzed with no voice, which uh, oh, you can't even ask what happened. <laughs> so you just have to like hopefully someone nice is like, listen, girl, we gotta tell you some stuff. Yeah, this, this the is only literally option you have is to listen. This is literally the plot of the third season of Twin Peaks. Like this <laughs> exactly. Like, like, yeah. so bad. There was oh my god. There was so my sister, I mean, I owe her so much. She wrote this thing of uh your patient likes this, and it was like, What's my favorite color? What I like to do, all this stuff. So the nurses kind of got to know me, and then it said for TV. She loves Bravo. Like, always keep the TV on Bravo. Mm-hmm. I'm not a diva, but let me tell you, <laughs> I love some housewives. <laughs> what's yeah, your favorite? Was... Uh, what's your favorite season? Well, oh my God. Have you seen the new Salt Lake City? He has it. He has it. No, no I haven't either, but I want to. <laughs> the new Salt Lake She'll City. She'll make me watch it. Is like, Mormonism, yes, like cults, <laughs> grandparent women marrying their grandparents. I mean, it is there is shit that happens. It's real. I mean, it's juicy, juicy, Ugh. juicy, juicy. juicy. But um, yes. Yeah, so the one rule I had was, you know, I can't smile, I can't talk, I can't put it on Bravo. That's the one. <laughs> rule. The TV on Bravo, please. <laughs> Thank you. The one rule. And this fucking nurse changes the TV, which I'm paralyzed. So I cannot (laughs) use my clickety clackety (laughs) fingers to clack the clicker, put it on a Pentecostal (laughs) tongue screaming show. (laughs) And I am stuck listening to tongues <laughs> for 10 hours oh 10 God. hours no. 10 hours because it was a night shift <laughs> and because i was sweating oh my God. so much to get the medicine out of my body that i didn't want blankets on me and like all the nurses knew because they could just like tell from my temperature yeah whatever he for some reason thought that being hot meant put not only one <laughs> but two blankets on you no. No. so i am trapped and you're covered in hair new hair covered in new hair which maybe that's what made me sweat even more because <laughs> i have a new fur coat on Jeez. new fur 
tiny New mouth friend. can't move, watching tongues. Someone help. Like, and my am eyes I are Sasquatch huge. Sasquatch in Louisiana? <laughs> like, what the hell? Oh, uh. my God. So this person was just, like, not reading the signs. Just, like, night no. shift nurse was just not plugged into. He was like, was you know on. what she needs? You know not she needs. some rich women yelling at each other. We need some screaming <laughs> clack clack noises. Yeah. Jesus psychobabble. Oh, oh my God. God. That, that mean, sounds almost as traumatizing as your whole experience. It was. Just someone changing was. the channel. How dare they? Just to it wake was. up back into reality to like, like a normal, like human annoyance like that. You're just like, I mean, that's not normal, but just like people still be people. They're going to change right. the channel. Like, it's so annoying. Uh, right. It's like, you should it doesn't so matter. be at your feet. Right. Like, they're just like going to be like, at least this is the one thing I requested. I'm incapacitated. Exactly. Do not change the channel. Do, Do not, not put change 17 the channel. blankets on me. I'm very no. hot. Right. And I can't ask. I can't say no. <laughs> I don't want that. No, can't say no. Can't lift can't, your can't hands. lift. I can't slap him across the face. I can't do anything. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Oh, your recovery. You asked me about recovery. So oh, recovery right. is so it's almost another um hurdle in a sense of it's so much harder than you think it would be. Mm. Because you know, I still can't walk. I'm still on oxygen. I've heard kind of doom and gloom from the doctors that I'll be on oxygen for the rest of my life. Um, Yeah. And I'm, I'm choosing to just not accept it and to say, I, I beat the odds once I can do it again. Um, Yeah. 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 I think, I think mind over matter, you know, they told me I, or told my parents I wasn't going to live for past six hours. So, yep. I'm just taking it with a grain of salt, but recovery is really interesting. I don't think a lot of people talk about recovery enough. I think it's kind of this American thing of those before and after pictures, Sure, you know, of the weight loss. There's the before, after of, um, you know, uh, uh, someone being poor to rich. Mm-hmm. And no one really talks about that in between stuff, mm-hmm. which I think is a huge detriment to people who are recovering, whether it's physical, mental, alcohol, drugs, whatever it is. I think there's such an in-between process that no one really talks about. There's always this end goal and that's it. And if you don't achieve it, then you didn't achieve anything. Well, you're so different than at the beginning from where you were at the beginning. So I, I do want I am writing a book about all this because I think oh, great. Um, yeah, I think I think it's really important to talk about this recovery process because it's a fight every day. It really yeah. is. Um, you know, I'm in PT five times a week, and I have about one to three doctor's appointments a week as well. It's a full time job, right? And um, I think it's just not. You know, it's not sexy. It's not glamorous, but I think it could help in the sense that people would feel less alone and less like shit about themselves because they're not, you know, not being able to walk and then running a marathon. I've, I've read so many recovery stories where someone was like, I ran, I was a New York 
marathon runner for 20 years. And then I got hit by a bus. And then a year later I could run again. And it's like, well, you can't really compare yourself to that because that's already someone that's set themselves up to such a high degree that you can't really compare yourself to them. So I really want to talk about how anyone can achieve this. It's just a matter of knowing it's not linear. There's, it's not also a workout where it's one day you can do five squats. The next day you can do six until the week after you could do 10. It's more, you can do five squats and then for a week or two weeks, you can't do any. Right. Right. Um, And that can be really hard. The first uh, step I took, I was so sore from that one step that I couldn't walk for a week after. And I thought, all right, that was a fluke. I'll never be able to walk again. And I felt so bad. Oh my God. And it's really not the case. It really is a uh, forward, backward motion that it's a seesaw effect for a really long time. Sure. So recovery is interesting. It's very, you have to be very patient. Yes. Very patient, which I'm the complete opposite. I'm like, (laughs) let's go. Let's work a hundred hours a week. Let's do that. And I had to learn to slow down, be patient, be kind to myself so it's, it's definitely a, a mentality. Sure. Sure. I would say. Yeah. God, it seems like you're taking it so well. Like, yeah. Like, you oh, really, like, and like, I just remember when you came, like talking to you just like on Instagram where you're just like, you know, you're like, what's up? But like, and you're just like, Hey, I'm like, <laughs> like just judging by literally the internet, like totally. knowing you before knowing you right when you wake up, I'm like, Oh, she back. Right. Oh, you, well, you just happy. And it's like, you're yeah. just like so in it. So, and it's like, I think it is cool to talk about. Like when I read or when you put that article out. Of, yeah. You know, I was in, you know, I missed this year and it's like not a bad thing, which is fucking hilarious. So funny. But I'm like, to have, All that, of your shit's hilarious. to have that perspective, like coming out of that while you're going through it. And then, like, I don't know. It's like, it's amazing to see because it's, it's got to just be. Like all, all the unsaid stuff you talk about, like it's got to be such like there's it's got to be like such a struggle just yeah. to like grapple it with is. that reality. Like you yeah. haven't even been awake for that long. Other <laughs> You've people, been, yeah. You have, you're getting awake, yeah. all this information. You're in it. You're the one that has to do all the work to get out of it. You have yeah. to contextualize it. Then you have to come back out and present yourself to the world. And so like just to be able to do that is like, what the heck? Yeah, yeah it's How the fuck definitely. You do that? It's crazy. It's totally mind over matter. Oh my God. I, I couldn't recommend positive thinking enough. My friend, it's so funny you said that <laughs> because my friend Greg was like, so, you know, my phone shut off. So I didn't get all these text messages. I didn't get anything because, you know, I wasn't paying my bills because I was a little uh, asleep for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and my, I, one of the texts sent through from my friend Greg and he said, you know, I love you so much. I'm thinking about you, all this stuff. And I just wrote back, hi, sorry, I missed this. And he was like, yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, he goes, it sounded <laughs> like you went to Applebee's <laughs> and just left your phone in the bathroom. <laughs> that is literally, I mean, literally, I, this, yes, exactly. Like, I think the first time, like, we, like, I messaged you on Instagram and just, yeah. just like, 
I was like, I was nervous because I was like, well, on one hand, I want to check in. On the other hand, I'm like, well, she's probably really sad. Like, what doesn't want anyone to like, you know what I mean? When you're just like, I personally am that way. I'm just like, oh, everyone leave me alone. And so it's like to hear you just be so positive still in your total like self. And you're just like, hey, what's up? Yeah, COVID was tough. I'm like fully like reflected on this experience. And here's my like, you know, it's just like. Yeah, the levity that you bring to this is like it's hilarious because it cracks me up, and you know, in this way that's like we have to laugh at the world right now, but also it is like amazing because you did. Oh, thank you. So it's like it's pretty awesome. Uh, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. I mean, it is, it is not easy, right? But I think the mind is so powerful. You hear all these crazy stories. Have you guys seen Goop? Yeah. Yeah. About that. Yeah. Yeah. With that. Uh, I think he's Austrian or German. The ice. Man, yes. The, with, in the water. Yes. Crazy. And yes. Crazy. And I really do think that we have so much more power over our bodies and ourselves and our mental health yes. than we care to admit. And I think putting that out there and surrounding yourself with good people. I also think I tried to surround myself with good people beforehand. And I think it really paid off because I didn't have to self-reflect after this horrible thing happened of, man, no one was there for me. Like I, I really felt that so many people were there for me that I didn't have to have that gut feeling mm. of shit. I need to change these people that I surround myself with. So I think the power of yourself and also the people around you is huge because they are make it or break it. Oh my God. I mean, the, the community, the comedy community that we're a part of is so wonderful. And Oh my God, finding out UCB clothes. That was a huge one too. <laughs> yep. Bye. I was like, what and my parents didn't want they because I woke up from a coma and I was like oh I'm moving back to New York and they were like Laurie you can't walk that's not happening and I was like but I gotta get back to the comedy scene and they were like Laura it's shut down I was oh like, my god what I gotta go I've been Lloyd audition don't do I, that yeah Oh, oh God, I gotta, I gotta pay a hundred dollars for a coach to tell me to walk in the room and smile. <laughs> worth, yeah, worth oh every penny. Oh my God. Worth every penny. Worth like, every penny. It's, it's just, it would, that was a weird one. It was a weird one um, to know that my parents moved me out of my apartment because wow. the doctors told them, you know, she's going to be in recovery for one to two years. She cannot live on her own so that they had to break that to me which was super sad because it was like my first uh, one bedroom apartment big girl status you know felt great I got the cute rug yes and rugs are hard to find the perfect size oh yes yes aren't they as ever (laughs) yeah it's it's like finding a therapist or a partner. It's it really is. tough. It is tough. It is tough. You gotta shop makes... around. Ugh. Keep sending them back. You make sure the return policies on yeah, there. Yeah, they look good exactly. in West Down. They don't look the same when you know when you get them home. No, and they're too like beige or gray, and you're like, well, 
Am I going to be surrounded by gray my whole life? <laughs> Fuck. Am I in a fucking Apple store right now? What <laughs> exactly. Is Am I just a giant rain cloud? What the hell? <laughs> they're, totally. they're like, you're the career. Your your career is not gone. The idea of a career is gone because all the institutions yeah. are shut down. The city shut down. Yeah. Um. The the president's been impeached for the three hundredth time in the last right. week. Uh, for the fortieth. There's time. very good, but yeah. you know, there's protests going on. Like the world's on fire. That's so. That's the other uh, uh, wild one was Black Lives Matter protests. Right. So the news. So the same nurse that put on the Pentecostal stuff put on the news the next night okay a step up a step up but they kept reporting on these protests but they didn't say what it was for mm. so they just said oh there's these protests and all of boston is destroyed and they kept zooming in to all these windows being shattered and all this stuff so if i knew it was black lives matter i'd been like oh okay that makes sense great right. support but it, they didn't mention it. So they just said, there's looting. There's looting. And I was like, are they going to come into the hospital and loot me? Are they coming for me and my ECMO? I can't. They're stealing they, specifically ECMO machines. Just specifically ECMO. And like, they really want a Johnny. You know what I mean? Those sexy Johnnies are where it's at. So, like, want blankets. It must be so confusing to have to like relearn. I mean, you wrote a, like a hilarious article about like the stuff that you like quote unquote missed in 2020. And like <laughs> Tiger King was like up there that made me laugh so much. Guys. Like, just like how Tiger I mean, King. How did you have to like did you just binge watch it or were you or I did? How, and like how did you, I guess, like learn about all this information that you missed? Was it through just like friends or like you were just like yeah like how did you intake everything yeah it was it was so weird because when information is delayed we're right now in a culture that information is such at our fingertips at such a quick pace yes that when information is delayed by months is it even worth talking about now nowadays because things are moving at such a quick pace so it was really bizarre to get cultural references later on to hear uh, internet meme kind of quote inside jokes and not get them. Yeah. Was really bizarre. Yeah. Um, yeah. My sister would, if she ever wanted to text me, because I couldn't text because my hands were paralyzed. Um she would write in a notebook things, random things she would want to tell me. And then she would come into the hospital and I kept, it was so funny because I kept different uh, hospital visits. People would come in they'd be like, there's the show Tiger King. You need to see it. And I'm like, what the fuck is this Tiger King? I don't know what you're talking about. I, I just threw up and the nurse couldn't find me and I'm covered in puke. Like, what are you, yeah. what is this Tiger King? I don't know what's going on. So information is weird. It's time moves at such a different pace totally. that um, you, you don't know what's important and what's not. I missed all the jokes about sourdough bread and mm. tie dye and <laughs> sure, but I just, did, yeah. I did get tie dye outfits from people. <gasps> Cute. That's 
which made me feel really a part of what was going on oh that's good that's really sweet i mean did i pee in them right away (laughs) yes same on the outside we're doing that here too i mean that yeah that helps with um that helps with the tie-dye you know just gives it more it does it's like the next shade yeah exactly exactly they would put on i because you have to learn how to go to the bathroom it's the weirdest sensation ever and they would put clothes on me that would take two to three people and you would it would take two to three people probably half an hour to an hour each day because they wanted to practice you putting on these clothes and immediately after the hour's done everyone's sweating you would just pee yourself oh my god and then they would have to take it out and then do it all over again oh my god you're just like, just it, keep it on. Like, it's just, just like, keep it on. I don't it's care. It's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. My PT at one point, she's like, Laura, you have to take this off. Like, that's really gross. I was like, I don't <laughs> want to. Yeah. She was like, Fuck let off. me. I, yeah. I was Fuck like, off. I will sit in my own urine. I am so over this, Sharon. <laughs> I don't care. I love all their names, Sharon. Oh, they're yeah. the best. Yeah. They're, yeah. So they're the best. God. I love them so much. They're like lifelong friends. Yes. They, they have seen me at uh, some real ugly moments. Mm-hmm. I bet. I bet. Well, where are you at? Where are you at now? So you're um, in terms of, yeah, what's your, what's like the most recent update for you right now? Um, I am so still in the wheelchair, still on oxygen. I'm now doing a breathing PT because my lungs are a little bit stronger now. So we're going to do about an hour and a half of breathing and try to expand my lungs because they are so collapsed from COVID and from uh, the pneumonia I got from that and the ARDS, the acute respiratory uh, distress syndrome. So it's, kind of we're slowly progressing into lung expansion and trying to get that breath up and repetition and stuff like that so I'm I'm looking forward to that I think um no one knows what the COVID recovery program looks like MGH because of my case actually has started a recovery program that's great um yeah so I kind of keep them in the loop of what I'm doing and and telling them what works, what doesn't work. Uh, It's a lot of experimenting, figuring out, um, is it worth for your respiratory system, for your walking, for all of that. So this is kind of the next step into into recovery. So we'll see. I mean, right. Well, do, do they have like, or I guess, do they have like timeline? Are they like, okay, like in this amount of time, this will happen? Or are they just like, we don't know every day is like, you know, oh God, the they don't, they don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these are, like I said, the smartest doctors in the country, if not the world and things are bleak. They, they, sure. they know more than they did in March, hands down. Uh, they're pr- more prepared. They know how many more spaces are available, how many more beds they need, all of that kind of stuff. So they feel more prepared. But in terms of recovery, there's not enough time. There's not enough studies. Sure. Right. I mean, uh, it's, right. It's how are there other it's people, brand new. Are there right. other patients like 
like at your like recovery level or is it like yeah I I would love to meet some of them actually I have I haven't uh there I'm sure are group meetings that I would love to go to because I think it'd be so important there's some people that have had lung transplants um one of my PT cousins uh his he got his toes fingers amputated and his liver and kidneys removed wow and um he was young in his in his 40s so you know I think it's important to talk to people that kind of get what you went through because it's just so um physically draining and mentally draining sure so I think that will be really important too um but they just don't really know a lot. The oldest case is what a year and 30 days old, you know, right. like, and that's in China. So that's hard to connect with people that far away. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's, it's a learning process for everyone, which let me tell you is very bizarre to have these doctors with, you know, their um, diplomas in the back of them that say like Harvard, Yale, Columbia, Johns Hopkins and they're like you know we don't know <laughs> we're not too sure right it's couldn't like, tell you you're like they, no if you you're can't, like of the miracle yeah. that they're just like oh wow like, yeah you're like yeah I mean you're probably teaching them. them so much about patient like, I, I you know. really I truly yeah. I mean I had one I was getting almost jaded because so many doctors would come in and they'd be like oh oh my god we didn't think you were gonna make it and they were so nice and some of them cried and then I had one doctor walk in he was like hi why are you here and I was like oh I'm so sorry um miracle here why aren't you singing my praises I'm so sorry why am I here uh why am I here breathing miracle (laughs) and you're welcome that I'm you're (laughs) welcome you're welcome I have graced your presence now bow to me you can write your big (laughs) medical paper Mr. Important yes exactly yeah Oh, oh god. my god yeah they focus so much on the like you know in the media it's like preventative or active patients or you're you're done with it they're right. gone there's no talk about the after effects the side effects it's like this big thing that's popping up i mean i guess within the last six months but people are like yo there are side effects that are happening and it's fucked up and no one's talking about it and they're different for everybody. Yeah. So it's like there's side it's effects. It's like terrifying. I keep hearing these stories bubble up, like friends of friends who have had it, and they're like, they're like, my fucking private parts aren't working. Like <laughs> right. You know, shit like this weird. They're like, and I, no one knows what's going on. Like I have these weird side effects. <laughs> no, seriously. No, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> like, no, seriously. It's fucked up, I mean, but it, <laughs> no, it is fucked up. My also, dick don't work. <laughs> my tongue no, don't work. <laughs> When like, you didn't have COVID, you sir. can't. <laughs> yeah, you're like, why? Yeah, you're like, that's, that's not you're COVID. impotent. <laughs> that's not COVID, sir. You're like, sure, my dog don't work. I have fever. <laughs> like, I, like, I think, think I have COVID. It. I didn't get on wood. I'm really pissed about it. it. <laughs> Side effects, man. Like, with dog not working. You're like, you're bad in like, the rooms. You're not a good audition. <laughs> 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 you're perfectly healthy otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true it's so yeah. true but you're right though Lane. like it's um people 
think you know there's always this huge celebratory video on the news that are like he got out of the hospital yay and it's like oh no that person has years of recovery <laughs> yeah it's like and they not- might not be okay for the rest <laughs> of their life so like right they're like yeah. this fits our narrative a little bit better than like and i'm like everyone's like what the fuck what the fuck i know i know it's it it's really they don't they don't report that enough because it's not i get it it's not sexy to be like it's not like a cookie cutter headline or whatever it's like man sick man not sick good okay like you know you can't there's no nuance there so it's like no there's these absolutes right talking absolutes you know totally the good versus the bad the Dems versus the Republicans. It's such this right. black yeah, and white like they, they want to create. It's yes. like they have so much. There, there's not to get into the media and all this bullshit, but it's like they love yeah, a bad t- story. Why wouldn't they just talk about the real? Like you know, like they love like hard stuff. Or it's like, or they love a fight, but it's like, why wouldn't you talk about this re- very real thing? Exactly. That, I mean, I get the exhaustion and like people being like this freaked out, whatever. But it is. It's just like yeah. It's interesting. I mean, how like how pissed are you at people who like are suck at like Cammy? Like, are you just like like <laughs> the the infuriation I... that like people who didn't have COVID feel about like anti-maskers and all that shit? Like, are you just oh like a god? I okay. I <laughs> how do you feel? Some, I have to admit something, and Ugh. this is so embarrassing that I'm admitting this, but I'm admitting it because yeah. I'm raw. So <laughs> so. I've never commented on like a celebrity's post about anything. I could give two shits, whatever. The one other time I have quote commented or like trolled or whatever you want to frame it on a celebrity is, do you know, Caitlyn Jenner's son, Brody? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He was on I the hills, so. I think. Yes. Okay. Yes. I was in an insane rabbit hole, and I not only went to Brody Jenner's Instagram, but I went to his brother's Instagram. I can't even remember his name. I was in that much of a black right. hole of social media. Right. And this was eight years ago. And okay. I was in this. This was so long ago, and he wrote a post. I was just looking at his feed. And he had a picture of like the Milky Way and it had this huge paragraph of what's the meaning of the universe did this whole blah, blah, blah. And then at the end it said, why do you think we're here on earth? And I just wrote to fart. (laughs) And that is the only time I have commented on anything. Like fart, fart gate happened to no way. Thank you, thank <laughs> you. Right. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna like, like skydive onto Ellen's page or something. Oh <laughs> no! You so, canceled. You canceled. So, I have been reading all this stuff, and my the article that we had mentioned, someone had posted in this Facebook group, and everyone was like, "Oh, it's in this Facebook group. You should join it." It's actually about the housewives. I was like, oh my God, awesome. So Love I that, and I yeah. Thanked, yeah, so I thanked everyone for sharing my story. And and then, so I'm now part of this housewife group. And people started saying that some of the housewives 
are anti-maskers. No. And they're in super spreader uh, events. Traitors. So I, guys, I went off. No. I went off on one of them. I was like, how dare you? Like, my a doctor told me. in the group or on their Instagram? On their Instagram. On their Instagram. Every, nice. Everyone in this, in this group said, you have to tell this woman this is not okay. Yes. I never do shit like this. And I was so angry. I was like, you know what I am? <laughs> I am going to do it, which is so weird. <laughs> and like, it's not going to be effective, but I got so angry and um, mm. it's very, it's so hurtful um, to hear someone say that it's not real. It's just, it hurts it stings to such a hard degree um, that you're like, well, if you look at the news and you see all these statistics and definitely probably know someone that has been affected by it and you still don't believe it, I, I can't be offended, even though I am, but I guess they just are in another planet. I don't know. Another I don't planet. know they're on another planet fully fully and it i mean yeah it's it's so it it's just like someone denying reality at this yeah. point it's like you're just denying reality you're living in your own world no one can get to these people and you're just like you know i had one of my uh, nurses whom i love at the um non-sexy rehab hospital said that there was a patient that had COVID was in the rehab hospital, which means he had to be just as sick as I was to have to rehab his body there. And um, there was the news on that said COVID deniers are protesting uh, at the, at, uh, you know, one of the mayor's buildings or something. And she said, oh, isn't that crazy? And he said, as soon as I get out of this hospital, I will go to that protest. What? (laughs) <laughs> wait wait go to the protest in support of it or to to protest against wearing masks what and he was in the hospital for covid what was it president trump well yeah yes. was it donald trump that's right that sounds what wait and were you just like i'm confused are you i i i just i all of us are just kind of gobsmacked at it because it just is a level of denial that you almost can't penetrate, I guess. Yeah. It well, boggles <laughs> the mind. It like boggles. It, it does. It's it really shock or something. Like he's just. It wouldn't be a. It's like if you all want to like go on a boat and like do that and like not affect anybody else, like have a fucking party if you're going to be a clown. But it just it never happens that way. It always affects. Those yeah. People. If you want to all yeah. on an island and you all want to get sick together and never see anyone who doesn't want to opt into that experience. Fine. Fucking do it. But you can't. You literally can't. You affect other people. You your your life affects someone else's life. Just how it is. Yeah. And, that, and that's annoyance. Look at you. you exactly. You like took all you the literally took all the precautions. All the precautions. You're you know like, I'm, I'm fleeing the city. The city's not safe. Bye, everyone. P.S. Friends here. You know, I'm going to stay with my family. I'm like, yeah. you know, you're you're texting your friends so they can be safe. Not like you wanted and then to look. Like bail. Like you had like right. You had an apartment life, all this stuff. You're like making right. sacrifices to be safe. 
It's yeah. So selfish. Oh. And, and, it, and it really, and it really also bothers me when they don't get sick. Right. right. And they've been living like delinquents. It's right. so frustrating because here I am and other people are taking this really seriously. And all of you guys in New York that are stuck in your fucking apartments wanting to tear your hair out oh also being on ECMO you lose your hair so I <laughs> so you you lose tear. your hair on look your at that do you see this <laughs> it's kind of it's like growing side. back it's like alfalfa sprouts all over my head I'm just really sexy if you, That's if awesome. everyone on this pod I am a sexy hairy bald <laughs> small-mouthed bitch <laughs> you, you look great like yeah honestly you, you look, like, look really healthy good. you look, look I, like you, guys, you look healthy mess. but that's I'm your new mess. tinder bio for sure <laughs> exactly but um, even my iphone had hair <laughs> right because it was within five that, like, feet of me right all these right. machines just affected your hair the iv had ba- had bangs <laughs> <laughs> It's like friend. <laughs> Hello. It's like yeah. Nara. <laughs> You're like, how do you fuck do you? Ekmo looks at you and you wake up. It's like, now you do me for a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, get the fuck out of here. Bump me, baby. I want to watch Evangelicus <laughs> oh on TV. After all this time, I have fallen in love with you, Laura. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I take me out of there before I pump you full of air. You're beautiful sleeping beauty. <laughs> it's a French, French regime. Oh, wait, wait. It's Eclair, not Egmont. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Eclair so much. Oh, my God. Have wait, you been able to eat whatever you, you want? Yeah, can you eat now? Um, I can. I just have a huge, um, it's like a second belly button now on my stomach. My niece who's four is like, it looks like a belly button. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it does. Um, she roasts me. Um, uh, yeah, I can eat. I'm now just eating stuff specifically that helps your lungs. Mm. So like really good food, but then also celery juice uh specific lemons that you boil and blah oh. blah blah so a lot of home remedy stuff but yeah I'm so I can eat and my dad is a great cook so oh, great awesome. yeah so I just kind of I mean it's crazy I'm like I'm now 32 and living at home yeah uh, it's so great but like I kind of have a bell staff <laughs> you right, know right like, you're like I ding have, ding ding need more yeah. celery juice yeah right you know right, so right. it's kind of like okay all right totally. so um and it's like I can't even drive in the well I can't drive but um I also can't drive in the front because um it's a one car garage so you can't get to that side and I can't walk down that far in in the driveway so I have to ride around in the back seat so it's like my parents are truly my chauffeurs, which <laughs> yes, it's, it's so bizarre, guys. That's so funny. You're like, it's... if you want a five star review, you're going to have to give yeah. me the water. <laughs> like, okay. Give me a water. Mom. Give me the tunes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, hear any radio 
ads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I want Spotify uh, premium. Okay. Spotify premium right now. Thank I'm you not so going much. to the do- I'm not going to the doctor if I don't get Spotify premium. How about that? No, I want to hear Evermore and folklore <laughs> on repeat. On repeat. Oh, oh also that was album. so weird. That was so weird. Taylor Swift came out with that album, and that was really weird to like my nurses would be like oh taylor swift came out with a new album and i'd be like oh i can't listen to it like i can't press play on anything because my fingers are paralyzed so oh, it's like my God. i couldn't listen to anything it was so weird it was the weirdest experience so was there a part where you were like trapped in your head like you couldn't do anything where you're just like i want to like scream like when you first in a, it, oh coming out of it yeah just like when you're like you're back in like you come out of your coma but you're like you know you're just like oh i can't like i want to do stuff or are you just like in shock or um yeah i would say oh god it was it was such this six week process of waking up that it was really in and out of consciousness that it was hard to reason with yourself and it was hard to know what was going on um my nurses were, were great and would tell me you're safe you're safe you're safe so I didn't feel I mean I had you know night terrors that are so indescribable so oh horrible um but with the nurse staff it, they were very comforting so it was a process you know yeah. it wasn't yeah. this kind of one feeling or the other feeling it was like terrified but then comforted and it was such as back and forth type of emotions it was really bizarre well that kind of like leads us toward I just for the sake of um I know that I just don't want to keep you on too long um but toward since we're nearing the end what is like your um you talked about writing a book and you've been posting like really I mean your tweets (laughs) and your articles are so funny like I mean, we talked about your levity with this, but like it really, I feel like you're, I don't know, you just, your, your comedic like voice is just popping right now. It's like so funny oh. and so great, which is awesome to know that you still have that. You know, it's like, it's, it's so cool to just come out of this experience with that intact and maybe it's helped you like cope with stuff. I don't know. I know. I think that like helps, but um, yeah. Do you have any like, um, I guess projects or stuff that you keep you busy while you're going through all this or yeah I mean I think being this week it's not this how I was before of like get on house teams do this get the pilot filmed do 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 it's kind of like take what your body can give you um so I write every day because my fingers are able to do that now so great yeah which feels really good that feels great um to like you said do more social media because that's something you can do while you're disabled um twitter is um no meanie with the handicaps Mm. so that that feels great Mm -hmm. um so i it's more content with social media writing every day because those are the things i can control I, i always live by control the controllables and I've had to restructure that framing of what I can and cannot control. So as of right now, it's all digital 
focused stuff. Um, so it it's the book and it's social media content for sure. Um, and then I'm so inspired from the loveliness of everyone that I'm surrounded by that I would love to write kind of love letters to them and think, pe- oh God, speaking of love, I mean, talk about exes coming out of the woodwork, guys. Oh, <sighs> you get some my God. shit because everyone's like, she's going to die. So people like confess things to, I mean, it's, what? so you, yeah, oh my God, so wait, you woke up and then you had all these messages. Did or you was worry? That- was it just like, I, lo- I love you. I loved you for years. Like text from it was, from- it was just like, oh, you know, I haven't told you this blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's just people come out of the woodwork. I tell you, it's oh, wow. That's, my- a book. That's a book and a half. Wow anything like exciting come from it or was it just like um okay you know there are some people that I've some exes that I have now talked to okay which is nice right there's some meanie exes that um have donated a lot of money to the uh GoFundMe that (laughs) you're like god you didn't buy me dinner like once you know what I mean (laughs) like sucked you you sucked you like didn't so like people are really interesting I mean one of my biggest advice is if you don't know what to do always reach out um because that person is gonna be grateful no matter what totally it's it's really really lovely and nice to hear from people um even if uh a relationship ended on a weird note it's really nice you know and when in yeah. doubt reach out I would say totally and if For enough sure. time passes it's like people you know <laughs> yeah um, and it's like there's worse things like this is such a horrible thing that happened that you're like who cares if we fought over pumpernickel bread you right. know right God, yeah, the yeah perspective, perspective like, shifts you're like, like what's up man let's talk yeah <laughs> like you sure like whatever it's yeah, fine <laughs> we're fine <laughs> yeah it's insane yeah the perspective you've given i mean it's just i don't know it's wild yeah your story first of all i've had goosebumps for a full hour and 20 minutes oh, you guys. and i think like it is just a reminder every time i talk to like my family about covid and like i literally will bring you up and be like my oh. friend laura and my my family kept asking about you too and lane's family too they were like how's laura doing like what's her status and everyone oh. was, well everyone was just like what so is happening sweet. i mean it was it was just one of those stories where you were like i cannot believe because they kept saying like a certain age group is the most vulnerable and whatever and like you know it just really I mean it's it's so sucked that it happened it also just put things in pers- you're just like take this shit seriously like it really yeah yeah I wow. think I was kind of the guinea pig the 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 warning to everybody right right take R- this seriously yeah yeah I mean not that like right I mean, everyone should anyway. But you're like, like this, right? You went through the, like the most horrific, crazy fucking thing, and you're like this ball of light. Like, how? <laughs> you guys are so sweet. Yeah, we're just like, how are you so like, like? I love you guys so much. Oh gosh, we love you. Love you. Are you kidding? Laura Lyons, everybody. Wow. 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 What a story. If my mind can make a sound right now, it would be because it blown. 
because it's blown. You can follow Laura Lyons on Twitter. She's at Laura Lyons with a bunch of S's. Uh, and she also has a website, lauralyonscomedy.com. Uh, you can read more about her uh, her COVID experience on The Daily Beast. She has an article out. Kicking uh, ass, taking names. That's taking comedy. Names. Truly, truly. Thank you so much. Um, hope everyone is having a great day. So you can follow How Do You Hustle on all the uh, podcast platforms it's on spotify it's on apple it's on all the things that make noise all the things that make noise bow, 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 bow. Bro, take a break get away from your phones everybody live your life <laughs> okay you heard it here first go live your life all right love you all bye love one love